Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. You know me, Daddy T. This is You Can Tell Me Anything, the podcast where comedians tell me something they want to get off their chest. And uh, just a couple quick announcements before we get into this episode. Um, I do still have a few more Cancel Me Daddy hats. Oh, yeah. And if you want to buy one, use the code CONFIDANT at checkout. Um, you can get the link at TeresaLeeComedy.com slash shop. And they're fun. I have one. Um, yeah, you can see it on my Instagram. I'm sure you have. And speaking of Instagram, you follow me at Larissa T on Instagram and Twitter. And I have an announcement. Wow, it's like I haven't done stand-up in so long, but I am doing a sort of stand-up comedy show this Friday with the crew of Comedy Quarantine. That's Babs Gray and Dominique Jellin, who um, have been hosting Comedy Quarantine with me on Instagram Live since March with over 100 shows. Truly is a nightmare. Please help. But uh, for one night, we're all going to do one show together on Zoom um, where we actually do stand-up instead of hosting. And if enough of you come, I will do a twerking pole dance to SpongeBob's uh, J Balvin song from the SpongeBob movie, possibly in a SpongeBob costume I made, uh, though I'm not really supposed to show you guys that. If enough of you come, I will show that to you. Um, and you can get tickets for that on uh, line. <laughs> Wow, can you tell us the end of the day? Um, online at tinyurl.com slash cqafterdark. It's also going to be on my profile, so just follow me on Instagram or follow at Comedy Quarantine. That's this Friday, September 25th at 7 p.m. Um, tickets are $10, and we're also doing an after-show hang for $20, which includes um, access to the show. So that's going to be a smaller group. We'll have some fun games. I'll read your tarot, and um, we'll just chat. But, okay, this is a special announcement for you guys who are listening. This isn't to everyone, but if you get a $10 ticket to the show and donate $10 to a charity of your choice and send me a receipt or a screenshot, um, I'll give you the VIP access for free. So basically $20. You'll spend $20, but $10 of your money will go to a good cause, and um, you'll get the af full access ticket. So just make sure you do get a receipt and send that to me. You can email me, tell me anything pod at gmail.com or the above mentioned ways. Um, I hope you guys come. It really is a fun time, especially since, you know, it's, it's such a dark time right now. It'd be nice to just take an hour off and I can't promise you I won't be sad, but I can promise you I'll write jokes that will make you laugh. Okay. And finally, what else did I want to say? Oh, I have more merch um, up on Tee Public. Um, beside everything that's not the Cancel Me Daddy hat is a collaboration with Tee Public, so it goes through them. If you do have any specific product questions, I can help facilitate. But um, let me know if there's anything that's not satisfactory. I'm trying to vet everything they have. I put up a few of the curated, like featured products that I like so far on my website, TeresaLeeComedy.com/shop. But if you buy something outside of that site and you're like, I hate this, let me know because, you know, I want to make sure you guys get good stuff. Um, that's it. Okay. I hope you enjoyed this show. Uh, this is Liz McGee. Uh, we knew each other from New York doing stand-up comedy. And uh, she talks about getting back on the dating apps during a pandemic, going through a breakup after a five-year relationship and what that's like. So enjoy. You can tell her. You can tell her anything She's a real good listener You can tell her anything Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Father Longlegs. Um, this is You Can Tell Me Anything. I am very excited for my guest because, uh, backstory, this is 
I think the fourth time we tried to do this, but not to a testament of like her being flaky or anything. It's truly one of those situations where fate, like literally things in the world keep happening right before we're about to record. And then we're like, you know what? We're sad. Let's not do this, but we'll just end up talking instead. So this time we were like, we are sad, but everyone's sad. So let's do this. Whatever comes out, comes out. Anyways, this is a very long intro to say. I'm very excited for my guest. She's super funny. She created the show All Female Reboot. She was right on all that. Liz McGee, what's up? Hello. <laughs> we're doing it this time. We are. And, and yeah, so for, I mean, I think this will come out uh pretty much next week, I guess. But for the people who are listening, we are recording it the day after RBG passed away, mm-hmm. uh, who, you know, we love an icon. And it was going to happen anyways, but just timing-wise with everything going on, it's quite unfortunate. Yeah, so. that's the thing. I was talking to friends yesterday. It's like, it's, I, I'm not even really mourning the, her, her like, loss of a person because she lived so long and so well. And... Mm-hmm. Um, her legacy forever and like what an amazing life in person it's just like that aside it's just like the terror and anger of the whole thing yes. that's really consuming and really the cause of the tears yeah it and then it doesn't so this is the part that i'm like i i actually like twitter and internet i mean even though i like making fun of it too it's probably if i if it was bringing more negativity in my life i probably won't use it it has both for sure. But um, sometimes when things like this happen, it's so amplified because I'll go to Twitter to be like, can I get connected at, to people mm-hmm. in a way that will feel nice? But then it's so amplified that it's like it's like in Midsommar when the, all the people all feel angry at the same time. So I'm like, it's too I much. I don't want I don't, it. I don't like scary things. I don't like scary things. Oh, gotcha. So I- Oh, well, well, let's start. Okay, so before we get too far, I always like to start with something positive. So I think today especially is a good time to have this um just a good confession as like an icebreaker a way to know you um it is truly just more of a humble brag or something positive like something you like something you're watching that you mm-hmm. like whatever so do you have a good confession to share with us yes i do i was thinking about this um i when i lost my virginity mm-hmm. i was on top <laughs> and i ever since i saw ladybird i'm realizing that's unique or like at least um <laughs> It's just, I, I think it's interesting. I never even thought about how it would happen differently. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, this is how you, I don't know. Um, I think it's interesting how uh, it was such a scene in Lady Bird. And I feel like that was the first time I heard oh. that dialogue. And I was like, oh, is, is that a weird thing? Is that a unique thing? Is that, that what everyone did? I don't know. I love that. I, yeah, that's so interesting. I guess because I feel like. Uh, well, I lost my virginity so late, so I had already, like, sort of, the, 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 the scariness was over, but, like, yeah, I guess part of it is, that lo- lo- or, what is it, logistically, I feel like mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it's probably more comfortable. I think that why, mm-hmm. because it's probably more, more painful? I don't know, but then I'm like, I don't know, maybe not. I mean, it's a natural thing, so if you know what you're mm-hmm. doing, uh, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was also later, like, I used to have a joke that I didn't have sex in high school, because I would just listen to ludicrous lyrics and be like, oh, I'm not, I'm not ready. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. And, well, so I, I was, I felt like overwhelmed by it, and I wasn't really dating in high school. Mm. And then in college, I just, I had, it was all so pent up. I was like mm. 18, and I was like, I have to do this. And so I think maybe it was because of how, like, 
It was a All natural right. progression. You weren't pressured into it. So then your body does yeah. take over at that point. It's like, exactly. it wants it. Like, I, was like, mm. I was like, you have to take this. It wasn't like I let this happen. It was like, I'm taking this. You weren't um, a shy flower. You were like yes. a, a bumblebee pollinating <laughs> the queen bee. <laughs> Um, um, and it was very similar to the ladybird like, like he came in like four seconds it was like oh this is what i okay <laughs> damn Fine. so was it his first time too or was he just like no. i guess okay the, no, i feel like a guy would just guy. be like let's what i'm cool with whatever's happening at this point like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i was talking to my boyfriend last night because we were just like ex- i mean we were sad too but we were exchanging just like childhood nostalgia stories so i was like asking about the first time he saw a girl naked and he um, said that he went down on her. And I was like, do you know how unique that is? I'm almost like, nobody should know this. <laughs> Don't tell the people this. Time. You're going to have so many DMs. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, that's time. unique. And people don't do that. <laughs> I'm like, wow. That is unique. <laughs> people don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, maybe I won't leave that in. No. Um, <laughs> stay away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it takes it, it, it in a very positive light. I don't know why you yeah, keep that in. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but I'm like, uh, I can't fight these hoes off. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 that's not a healthy way. I'm changing my views. All the hoes, please feel free. I, all the hoes are allowed. I'm very open, you know. <laughs> I've changed my views. I'm not a jealous bitch. <laughs> all the hoes are allowed. Uh, my boyfriend brings all the hoes to the yard. Whatever. Update that song. Whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the new poly way. I don't know if I'm fully poly, but I'm definitely on board with the the openness thinking of like, let's talk about it. And then when I'm mad, I'll tell you. Like, I can't guarantee I won't get mad, but I'll tell you. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I tried open in my last relationship once. And once was the first time was splendid. The mm. second time, terrible. <laughs> it's just like yeah. depends on. Who, who, it's just because you're inviting someone out and they have their own agenda yes, and you can't true. control what their agenda is. Mm. You can only control what yours is. And so it's just like pretty, it can get volatile. Th- that's, I think the reality is it's not actually about like the reality is things are going to work or they're not. There's just different ways to find it out. So that's why I'm not like there's one way to, for everything. Like I've never had a like obviously i've never had a, a monogamous monogamous relationship work out to happily ever after but i've also never had a poly relationship work so i'm like yeah mm-hmm. i can't tell you for sure which is which is the thing but i can tell you all the things i've done that don't work and so it's more like i'm like yeah i think sometimes there's a feeling of like being o- overly protective that i see in like couples who it works for them and they can't see it working any other way because they're like you're gonna shatter my reality um, mm-hmm. and in those cases, I'm like, okay, that's uh, your thing for me. I'm like, I could probably tell you, I will get jealous if a girl shows up, mm-hmm. but I could also tell you that's not your fault. But if you don't want that, I'll tell you all the buttons to push, but also I'll be honest about how to fix it when it happens. So mm-hmm. hope, I mean, it's yeah. also, it's also hard to prove. I have read checked it down. I did all the research, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's just all, pro- it's a lot of programming. There's a lot yeah. like, Think about how many drama plot lines are he cheated, she cheated, and how that means they don't love and respect you somehow. Mm. When it's like, no, they just like had sex with another person. It's not like they, it's not, it doesn't take, especially with women, I feel like it's like, oh, if you're attracted to another woman or if you want, if you have sex with another woman, 
that means I'm somehow less attractive or I'm somehow less good. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the case. <laughs> It's, it's not the case, but the reality, I, I like that you said programming because that's how I've been looking at things. Not in a cult way. I know that's the same language cults use, but because I've been learning to code, um, yes, she codes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is, it is true, but I mostly say that as a joke. I am trying to learn because uh, I, I got a free class. I was like, why not? And I love everything robot and AI, and I love making men mad when I talk about tarot cards and AI mm-hmm. in the same sentence. But um because <laughs> it's both similar but um there's patterns mm-hmm. but my point mm-hmm. is wow I'm really off the rails this morning um my point is when you said programming I like to think about it that way because of the way we program machine learning it's the same it's um you can realize you don't want certain patterns that you have and you can do the work to reprogram but it doesn't happen overnight. So I think that's the thing people don't realize when they talk about therapy. It's like, oh, I started going and I found out this is why I do this. You know, dust off my hands, mm-hmm. it's done. It's like, you know why you do it, but it took you like 20 years of pr- patterns to now have this pattern. So you're going to have to undo it. It's not that easy, but it is the first step. So I think people are like, oh, I can't fix this because I figured it out and it didn't go away. It's like, yeah, no, you have to like actually program and when I say that I mean actually have positive patterns outweigh the negative ones which is the hard part because it means putting yourself out there again for vulnerability but finding better uh, scenarios which I think is the hard part yeah I mean my sister's literally she's a behavior therapist she works with kids on the spectrum usually but um she talks about that a lot we talk about it how people like like well this is I know this about me and it's like instead of working to change that, they just want to, they just try to remove themselves from those environments. Like they don't want, they're like, oh, I'm like this. I'm not going to mm. put myself in that situation. But it's like the only way that you're going to improve is if you continue to put yourself in that situation because you're going to try, you have to keep trying to handle it better. You can't just like refuse <sighs> to do it. Yeah, but I think there's a balance. So this is where I think we get what capitalism does kind of fuck us over is because I get in arguments with guys about, I mean, I'm sure comedy guys, most of, most of them lean towards very like Marxist, which is like values and ideas wise. I love the idea of everyone getting everything, but I, I will now I'm only saying this because people who have heard me cr- criticize them. Cause I'm like, my parents are from, you know, whatever Taiwan, I'm not never going to go communist, but I also have critiques for capitalism. So here I go. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that that's one of the shitty parts is like we are not there's a short term capitalist mindset of like sell fast, make it fast. And then there's a long term, which I like, which is technology, society, everything improves. But we're not in that version. So we've kind of lost with the self-help industry, wellness industry, therapy. Like I'm someone who talks about therapy because it's working, Mm -hmm. but it's not perfect. And I'm clear about that. But mm-hmm. what, like, when people start talking about, like, oh, I figured out the way, I just remove myself, or just do this. Like, the reality mm-hmm. is sometimes removing yourself works, sometimes jumping back in works. That's, like, a very shitty answer, but the best way to figure out when it will work for you is actually understanding yourself, which is the part that nobody can tell you. So no self-help book will tell you you are this person. You mm-hmm. literally just have to keep pressing the buttons and figuring it out. And in the, on the way, you know don't let people manipulate because people will, but, um, if they, yeah, they really will. And if they do, this is what I couldn't learn is if they do take advantage, 
it doesn't mean everyone will take advantage. It is unfortunate and you, mm-hmm. they should mm-hmm. be, have their consequences and you should, you know, stay away from that person now that you know, but like, it doesn't mean like from now on, everybody who says, you know, you should not be nice to everyone because one person took advantage. But that's hard. That's it's very hard. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I got, I got, got last week. I got like rejected for the first time because I haven't been single in so long, and I finally like started. I hooked up with this guy. Um, I know. Um, Is this your confession? Are we going into it? I guess so. Okay, let's do it. I love it. Yeah. I've always told people I'll give them a cue, but only because it never naturally happens, and I'm sensing a natural progression. So I'm like, let's just so. get into yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got it. Okay, so um, I finally was, like, feeling okay enough after the breakup to, like, pursue sex. I was like, mm. I think I can do it without bursting into tears. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like that, the, your wording of it, though, because it, it kind of harkens to the virginity story. It's like you, like, mm-hmm. it's not that you don't want it, you just know you're not ready, versus, like, yeah. there's other versions where people, like, oh, the first time someone's interested in me, I guess that's a sign, but you're like, I'm going to wait till I feel like I'm ready, which I feel mm-hmm. like is very healthy. Mm-hmm. So that's good. <laughs> uh, so I matched with this guy and he's so, he's so attractive. It was crazy. I, was like, <laughs> I can't believe I matched with this guy. Um, and then we like went for a long, just a walk, a mass walk. And like we, you know, from here to there to there, we had, it. and <laughs> it was very good, very fun. And it just, like, felt like a reward after, like, months of being sad about the world and the breakup. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I just had fun. Uh-huh. Um, and then I think we hooked up one more time that week. And then he was super busy for a week, and I was out of town. But during that time, we were texting. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Here's a flirty pic. Here's what I'm <laughs> doing. Like, you know, this could. But he was a bit flaky. Like, sometimes I would text him, and I went here from him the next morning. And it's like, that's fine. That's perfect. I'm, I don't want a relationship. I just want a friend to fuck right now. <laughs> um, but the, and but then it got to a point of like I was like, is it just busy or is is he busy mm. or is his mind game? Make <laughs> signals. Got to that point of like yeah, uh, like why is it? Why aren't you being responsive? Why aren't you just like telling me more? Um, this week, I was like, I don't know. I think this is. I think he's trying to phase me out just based on, like, his response time and stuff. But then is this I'm guy, like, 22? Like, no, I'm just kidding. No, no he's 36. This oh is who he God. is. Like, this isn't, like, he's, like, I'm like, this is who he is. Um, and there's a part of me that's like, what if he's going to listen to this? But it's like, I can't get him to reply to my text. I don't think he's going to go through this. Yeah, if he's, gonna go through, he's yeah, listening to this podcast, you're good. You're fine. <laughs> if he's listening to a podcast you're guesting on, uh, after not texting you, like, yeah, he might actually be pining for you. But then I, I don't know if you want to date that guy, but he might like I you more know. and doesn't know how to handle it. But I don't know if that, that's going to lead to communication issues for sure. Oh, we're, there's, a, there's already so much. Uh, <laughs> Tuesday morning, Tuesday morning, I, you know, Monday, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to see this guy this week. I hope so, but I don't know. Tuesday morning, uh, 9 a.m. dick pic. A 9 Oh, a. I made a face. <laughs> Damn, 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever received one in the morning, but it's a little like, all right. And it's, now I put this very in jarring, my pocket. I imagine. But jarring. And like, I write children's television. I had to just like be like, okay, well, let's put that away and do my 
job for the day and then pick it back up later. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's like, I'll just pick up this dick pic later. And uh, <laughs> so this was after not responding or were you guys back to like sort of sporadic texting or was it like really sporadic. bam? I'm like nothing, nothing dick pic. Um, it was a little bit like that. It was a little bit like, I think I asked him on Monday if we were going to hang out this week and he was like, yeah, let's, but no, like, mm. here's when I'm free. It was just like a, yeah, that sounds good, but time's not real. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so it was just kind of in the open of like, yeah. are we actually going to go? And then my name did take, and then I was like, yes, I have a detention. We're going to sex this week. And then I said, um, I text that night, didn't hear from him. Next morning, didn't hear from him. Was like, are you around tonight? Didn't hear from him. Ghosted me the uh. next day. And he then later was like, so sorry, with the emoji that has two eyes and just like a line for a smile. So sorry. And a That means he's high. No. <laughs> That's my I'm I high face. No. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but it I spiraled. I should go, it's just been so long since I've been rejected. I've never been like ghosted. I'm you I'm just, I'm like very upfront and like here's where I'm at where you at. Here's where mm-hmm. I'm at where you at. And I don't know, I just felt like I was like, I don't even like you and I'm so upset about this. Yeah. No, um, I mean it sounds like he was being shitty. And I also think that your reaction is normal because his actions were not. But I have a question for you. Why what do you like about him? Um uh, it's mostly a, a physical thing. Okay. He's he's six and six. He's, okay, so he's hot and the sex was good and and it was a little bit of attention when you needed it. Yes, I mean yes. Mm-hmm. I I realized the last time I went through a breakup, I I started and pursued stand up comedy. So like that's the level of attention mm. I crave. <laughs> like, the breakup. Oh and my so, god. That's so, so funny because I'm. I didn't even think about this, but I've never been able to have a healthy relationship during stand-up. I don't know if that's necessarily because of stand-up, but quarantine took away stand-up, and for the first mm-hmm. time, I feel like I'm making a breakthrough in having a healthy relationship. I don't know what that means, but I do think that you're onto something there. There's definitely a part of my mm-hmm. life I was filling with stand-up, and I liked it, so I'm not saying mm-hmm. I don't like it, but for sure, it was keeping mm-hmm. me from dealing with probably... <laughs> Yeah, I just like, I like it on Instagram. I love company, and so I was just like, "Hey, do you want to be my company?" Yeah, like every once in a while, and he said no, and I cannot handle it. <laughs> like, well, the reason um, I asked why why do you like him is because obviously I can see you liked him in the beginning, but I think because I I do this too, so this isn't me being like holier than thou. But what, what I heard when you said that is what I is that uh, oh I like him like you made a decision when you liked him, and then when you started acting weird, that was because you didn't know why he was acting weird, that wasn't mm-hmm. being added to the, like, category, or, like, you know, when you're getting to know someone, you weren't adding that to, like, the his bucket of getting to know. You were like, okay, I'm going to put that there until I know what's going on. So you still like him. But but when I hear this, I'm like, oh, all that he's doing, that's him. So that's new information that I would be like, I wouldn't like someone who acts like that. But that doesn't match with how, how you felt about him before. So I don't mm-hmm. know if this would help, but thinking about him as a whole person in the sense that like as he starts acting like that instead of being like why is he acting like that be like oh i just learned that you're someone who acts like this so now i don't like you anymore yeah but it's hard because they i do think people do that on purpose that is a 
or it's not on purpose, but they're patterns that complement and then clash, like the uh, uh, insecure attachments. And so mm-hmm. both of you probably mm-hmm. are pushing each other's buttons, but um, it doesn't, it's not you, it's not him. I mean, it is, but he's not rejecting you. He has yeah, shown I'm you who he is and you now have reasons to reject him. <laughs> like feeling familiar like the last time the last round that I was single uh, <laughs> I happened more than a couple times that like the guy would, would be hooking up with like and then he definitely had a girl fight probably the whole time <sighs> and I'm, I'm picking up on some of that because it's like why would you just disappear for a full day when uh, like why would you do that yeah. when you yeah you gotta trust your intuition I feel like you have a very strong intuition and <sighs> But it's not a bad, like, it's a strong enough intuition where it's, like, because sometimes it's easy to write a whole thing off as, like, oh, that was bad. But it got you to the good, and then people will take advantage of the intuition. And, like, mm-hmm. like it's, like, the kind of thing where if some, something is going on and you're, you're, like, hey, is something going on? And they lie. But you, because you're empathetic and intuitive, you're, like, okay, I'll believe you. But mm-hmm. then when you look back, you should trust that, like, oh, no, you were right. So it's not a sign of you being wrong. You were right. And they lied. So then you can hone in on, like, next time you feel something, even if you like the person, if you have a sense they're lying, the person who's lying to you is not going to tell you they're lying to you. So at some Mm -hmm. point, you have to trust. At some point, it's just you and you making the call. Yeah. But I I don't think... I think this is... I don't know. To me, I, I feel hopeful, but I know it sucks when you're in that because I went through a breakup last year, too, and I went through a couple, like, rejections of like I was gonna go out and date and be healthy and I felt like oh this is nice and then it wasn't like a rejection like heartbreak but it was like a oh I don't want to date you and then I was like oh you're doing all the right things but I'm mad because I want you to want to date me like yeah I want yeah. yes I just I want the attention I felt like I deserve it <laughs> I feel like you do like, but he's he doesn't deserve your attention now that he's shown mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. he is but that sucks. Well, I was it's interesting that the 9 a.m. dip pick, you and I had a different reaction. So you were thinking that was like, I got him back. I thought that was like, whoa, that feels like uh, a bit of like a litmus test of that seems like a, it's, no, it's not a shaming on the dick pick itself. Because I'm like, if I was with someone and they knew I wanted it, that mm-hmm. it would be fine. But it feels like for someone you just started dating online and you don't know if they want it. That feels like a boundary test. And that those are the kinds of things that looking back, if you were, let's say this guy pops back up, he might. I mean, he seems like hot and cold. And let's say you date and things are good. Something like that will happen again. And you'll be able to look back and be like, oh, I remember he like always was like this. But I just put it aside thinking, yeah, it'll change. But mm-hmm. so those are actually good. Not good, but those are good moments. You didn't do anything. He just showed you who you are. You just got to listen to the alarms earlier i think yeah and it's also like i realized like oh okay the district wasn't like actually for me he also he wanted some kind of attention <laughs> and that was it was just for him to be like hey you, you want to see this and i was like yes i like uh-huh. seeing that and then um it is like little boys showing their art projects like do you want to see my dick <laughs> yeah literally, literally um and well the thing that is what i have been calling him uh to my friends he he was the tease and I feel like that that is thrown at women so often, and I'm like, this this man is a tease. <laughs> like so somebody funny. has to call him out. He has to have it on his forehead. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, men can be teasers too because it's like it's not that they have to give up the dick, but he literally sends you a dick pic. So yeah, I mean, when and men are like, you're asking for it, it's like, well, what are you doing here? You sent yeah, a dick with, pic. With, <laughs> with like no, to send one with no intention of actually lending the dick, I don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is, I'm trying to think like, yeah, you could, you could be right. He could just be shady. Like there's a lot of people in the picture and he's non-committal and it's not anything you've done but he based on his patterns he might be like oh i've opened up and then girls want a lot of things from me oh no uh, the horror of someone wanting something from you that cares about you because you i don't know but it's just crazy but point being his patterns are probably repeating and so he's defending himself and you're probably like well i'm not like that i'll just prove it but he's like well that's what they all say so it's like then everyone continues to repeat their patterns but the, yeah, the male tease thing is funny because I've never thought about it like that. Like, it's not that you send a dick pic, you owe a dick, but there is a communication that could be had. Just like if I wanted to send a nude, but I didn't want to have sex, I think I could be clear and say, hey, I feel like this would be a fun nude relationship, but I don't want to have sex with you. And then I feel like people would still be like, OK, cool. Like, I feel like there's a way to do this if that's what he wanted. But I feel like. That wasn't... Um, well, it's also because he's already had sex. It's yeah. like, it, it's not like he did that before. You're the logical and... person. You're the straight man in improv sense, although I'm like, hmm, we shouldn't use that term. But you're the straight man in the situation. You're the person uh-huh. acting rationally. He's the person acting irrationally. You're trying to figure out why he's acting that way, which is a rational thing to do. But then he is going to take your moat uh, your moves as irrational because he's not accepting that he's rational. So every, yes, yeah, and I feel and I feel crazy because I'm like thinking about like why I, like there's so many drafts of texts I have not sent to him, mm-hmm. but I've definitely drafted up just because I want him to know how I feel. Mm-hmm. I I I'm also in the phase of my breakup where I'm now into astrology. Yes, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I know. I was like, she's gonna be so happy. I mean, I'm I'm brand new. I don't know much, but I am a Gemini, yes. and I apologize. And I am <laughs> um, I'm trying to figure out how to be that Gemini's. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Gemini's are great comedians, very bubbly and fun. Some of my, all my best, a lot of my best girlfriends are not all my. There's a couple signs that repeat throughout my life, and Gemini girls, especially, are one. Gemini guys, I can be tricky with me but it's interesting because uh my, my ex was a gemini and then the, what, the guy i dated after george shortly was a gemini and a very nice one so i'm like i don't i think with signs it's like it's fun to make fun of like all good all bad but then reality it's it's actually more like you can't blame anything on your signs. signs are like personality traits and then the bad stuff is like choices so i'm like, <laughs> so that's helped me see that although it is fun to hate a whole sign i not, I've never found a whole sign I could actually hate because that's usually like the best people I know are this and the worst people I know are this or something. Well, you seem to have like a nice logical uh, opinion of astrology in general because I feel like a, I understand why a lot of women find it, especially after breakups and stuff, because it's like, oh, it's a way to be like, it's not my fault I'm like this. And it's a way to be like, I'm not alone. Everyone that's a sign is mm. like this. Um, which I felt in exploring even in the beginning i'm like oh, okay so like there's more people out there like me and this is my fault and then i'm compulsive <laughs> like i um but it is 
I should take responsibility in trying to better <laughs> myself in like practicing self Uh Well, I like, this is what I like about astrology is a lot of other religions are all about judging others and they're more male and they're all about a central God. Astrology, Mm. if you really think about the way it's set up, like not in the like horoscope, read the news kind of way, but like the idea of like mapping out the world and stars, everyone has a place. And for Mm. every like someone's weakness, there's someone else's strength in a way that's like really beautiful to me. That's like, very feminine. It's all, all about looking within. So like I'm one of those, I'm a Scorpio, which is a sign people hate. But what I like about um, Scorpios is like our thing that I think the reason a lot of people either hate or love is because Scorpios are really focused on finding the truth and we're usually pretty mm-hmm. good at it. And so mm-hmm. there's some signs who are really um, focused on keeping it light and fun. And like, why do we okay. need to say the truth? Well, Gemini is one that likes likes to lie not to hurt but lies because sometimes it's fun more fun and i have friends who like being around that because it's like why not go out and make up fake identities and have a good night out who cares that's fun Mm -hmm. and uh i think that's not inherently good or bad just like it's not inherently good or bad to find the truth even though i will always find it sometimes people get hurt when you're like i just need you to know this 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 and they're like i wasn't ready to hear this and you're Mm -hmm. like well it's the truth it's like well i don't know if i actually helped there so to me, mm-hmm. I don't oh, yeah. think it's in, it, there's no intrinsic good or bad in astrology, but it helps you understand. Like if I was dealing with someone who couldn't handle like mm-hmm. the truth, I might be like, oh, I might not be a good friend for you. Because if you ask me my opinion, I will tell you. So I might mm-hmm. not give you what mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people can't handle the truth. They really can't. <laughs> if they admit one thing is true, that means they have their whole, their whole lie will unravel. Like, yeah, what, what they're what, who they are. But I've had people be like, "Oh no, please lie to me if you don't like me." Like people say things too, like that. So it's like, I think everyone's different. I'm the kind of person who was like, even to people I like, who I'm like, just give me one thing you don't like about me. Like I just need, I just need that. Just give me the little. What's the A minus? And then people are like, "Why? Why?" So I'm like, that's so interesting. I I just have like a a flashback of like, I feel like. Like I was like ten, fifteen age. I was like probably like twelve or thirteen, and I, I feel like my my girl group, we all sat down and we went around and told each other what we did not like about <gasps> each other. Whoa! Um, and nobody really had anything bad to say about <sighs> me. Actually, I really got. They were like, "Liz, I mean, she's you, you're pretty good." <laughs> 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 Whose, idea um, huh? Whose idea was this? Whose idea was this? Um, not mine. Uh, <laughs> I forget. We were like, we were called the inseparable six. Oh my God. You were, like you were a popular friends, girl. Sisters. Yeah, we were popular girls for sure. Um, beloved, but not obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I can't remember who's like, yeah, it was. That's um, so funny. But, that is a popular girl thing to do because it is, it's like a test. Mm, what are you going to say? Mm-hmm. And then you can pick a fight with someone like you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I love truth. I love, I love, I cannot stand not knowing. And that's the thing too, is like, I just want to know the truth. Like, do you have a girlfriend? Are you just scared that I'm coming on too strong? Are, are you not interested? Like, just tell me. Mm-hmm. Just tell me. <laughs> I want to know. Well, okay. I, I, I've, that's one piece that I think is really good to chase the truth, but I'm going to challenge you and say, I think you do know the truth a lot of times. And I feel like I'm, 
I, I don't know all the details of your life, but I feel like as a comedian, you're very open and very um, obviously good at telling jokes, which to me feels like very good at finding truth. So my instinct is that you can look back on your life and realize a lot of times you did know the truth, but you're waiting for someone to like confirm it. And then later yeah. you were like, I knew. So if that's true, that's a pattern, then maybe mm -hmm. you can trust that you know the truth. And then you'll probably still get confirmation down the road, but act based on the truth you know now. Because I think a lot of times with dating, people are like waiting, but they really do know. But they're like, well, until I get confirmation, I'm going to act in two realities. And that's when you get mixed signals. Because I've been there. I've been like, I'm going to now act like this person's not interested. And then they're back. I'm like, oh, now I'll act like nothing happened. Everything's good. And then you live it yeah. and you start to like feed two realities where it's like, this is all one reality. Yeah, there's part this space when I'd rather pretend that I might still get what I want. And it's just like, <laughs> you will get what you want not. maybe not from him but, but the thing that you get is going to be what you want and you're going to get that and it's not it'll be good trust me but i think mm -hmm. you gotta listen to yourself yes i don't know <laughs> when did i become a preacher i really don't like this version of me <laughs> it's, i can't i'm insufferable okay <laughs> it's you not insufferable well, I'm actually curious about, I want to talk about um, just the idea of poly relationships because that's really interesting yeah. to me. Or would you be comfortable talking about that? Yeah, because we brought up something earlier that I was like, that's so interesting because I do think that's true. Like the idea of bringing someone else's wants into a situation mm -hmm. can be like a wild card. And I've only been in one poly, it, not relationship, but situation, I guess, because I dated a couple, but I thought about it. I was like, oh, I could be that like why did that work for me it happened to be I knew what I needed and they were that and I knew that what I needed I would be good for them too so the reality is like yeah they could have had I could have been crazy but I know I'm I know I wasn't there to cause chaos like I want what mm -hmm. I wanted out of dating a couple this was like maybe six months after I got out of breakup where mm -hmm. there was cheating I had tried to make it open because I thought it would help but then that backfired and he was like why why so to me, I was like, I really just wanted to see a couple that worked, but like truly like love and respect. And usually the ones on um, those Thrinder apps, which is where I found them, are looking for a wide variety of things. Often it's not love and respect. So I had to like be so clear. Like I had to be like, I want a couple that loves each other, has been together for a long time and loves and yes. respects. And yeah. they were that, but I think the reason it worked is because I wasn't trying to join their relationship. Like I was literally just looking for like exactly have a good time, be respected, feel love and see love. And then it was nice. But someone who maybe didn't know they want that might get that and be like, now I want this man's love or this woman's love. And that's when shit can go wrong. So for me, I yeah. knew that wasn't what I wanted, but I could see yeah, it's a risk, right? Them letting me in their life. Like, what if I was trying to sabotage? That could be bad. So mm -hmm. I, I like that you said that it worked even though it ended. Cause it like worked <laughs> for what you needed at that time. Like a lot of people will be like quick to be like, it failed. So it was bad. Like, it, failed. Yeah. It, it ended. So it was a failure. But it's like, no, it could have ended and been good. No, I still text with them. But yeah, I'm in a relationship now. And I, if to me, when I started dating them, I think they were open to having a girlfriend. But I think I was like, I think I don't really want any. I, I was like, I think this will be fun to have fun. But like at a, some point, it'll probably be more like 
the fun of this was over, but we can still talk. Like, who knows? Mm -hmm. But it really, for me, it was like, I don't need a long-term relationship. Because I was like, I don't know if I could like go to a wedding with a couple, you know, maybe. But that wasn't what I was looking for at the time. And I don't think that's what they were looking for. So we didn't discuss all that. But I feel like the base rules of like, what are we looking for was... I'm sure they were just looking for fun sex with someone cool. It's like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie and be like, they were looking for a, a, someone to respect and nurture until their trauma is gone. Like, I don't think that's what they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, it ended up being like the entryway to like, oh, if, if uh, the thing you want and you know you're good for that thing is matches, you don't have to necessarily show them that you're right you can just find the thing that you is that i don't know if that makes sense like it's not like you're doing anything wrong you're just you but you can be like oh actually i think i would be really good in this situation so i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. put myself in Mm -hmm. that situation Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then it'll be okay i don't know man i don't know man (laughs) i don't know <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's all very scary to me because whenever there, I feel like I li- love to be open about this, but I always do get fearful. Like, oh, I don't want to ruin something I have. But then whenever I have that feeling, I'm like, it's good to follow it because the reality is you're probably not ruining anything. Like, if you mm-hmm. have that feeling or these tendencies, they're th- that's you. That's who you are, and that's a good part of you. That if you want to fix, you can, but shouldn't be hidden. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's funny. I feel like you, to me, are like a mod. You've given me so much advice about relationships that I've taken. So it's interesting that I know right now you're going through a breakup, but like I feel like mm-hmm. you've said many wise things yeah. that I have really. Well, taken I had a, it was a long relationship, five years, uh, and yeah, I just like I it's so funny. Yeah, it's like I I feel like I have had a good age as well and that I'm like a pretty secure person maybe not my attachment styles all the time but like <laughs> separate from that I feel really secure and um and then this guy just like made me feel so like crazy and then I was like we're back to this we're mm-hmm. back to like this guy making me feel crazy because like you said he's being irrational and I was like oh, we're back to this <laughs> like this is supposed to be different in my like, 30s have you okay have you ever um because i imagine there's a there's a link in because i have this too or i had this like a link in your brain where there's a hot even if you say you don't like how it feels when they're acting like that it feels familiar and is there like a bit of a rush when it then he does come back and it works out a hundred percent there's like that and i feel like this especially being around comedians and stuff a lot uh because they can be mean Mm. and it, it's one of those things where if they say like three mean things or they do three mean things and then this, and then they do something nice <sighs> I like really believe and appreciate that nice mm. thing but if it's like nice 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 I'm like okay you're just nice <gasps> like, you're not you don't mean any of this you're just like fucking uh-huh. nice <laughs> it's so true like, the comedian life uh, or the cycle is like you bomb and then you chase the high you chase you know you crush and you bomb and no matter how good you get you're still gonna have that rolling of ups and downs Mm -hmm. but okay oh god because I feel I relay and it's very normal (laughs) but I feel like there is a third option I think Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it doesn't feel possible but I think there is because I think part of repeating like the 
dating a guy who you didn't know was shitty at first, but then he became shitty. And then you're like, again, the reality is there might be ways to know earlier on. Like, I think maybe dissecting it to be like, and then not going down that path when he shows that. But sometimes we're curious. We're like, maybe I'm wrong this time. But I think sometimes wanting to get to that point and then changing, like, be like, but this time it will be good is very addicting because it's almost like, okay, he's a fuck boy. But what if it ended up being, he wasn't a fuck boy and I was wrong. That would totally change a lot of history because you'd realize, oh, all this time I've put in, but it's not bad because instead of being like, I wasted my time, be like, I learned like all that time was now you can go forth and the person who doesn't make you excited and does tell you mm-hmm. when they, there's bad things, but they're honest and mm-hmm. tells you nice things. I feel like is going to be like primo. There's also, there's also two other things at play. One is like, I can sometimes be a brat. Like if I don't get what I want, I like pout about it. And that's what's happening. Two, um, uh, my ex, our most the five year relationship, he started as a fuckboy. Mm. And I was like secure enough to be like, whatever, I know he's going to come around. He's supposed yeah. to be. Um, and yeah, like we had a really tumultuous start. And um, it, he was avoidant and he was shitty. And then eventually was like, you're right, here I am. Um, so I think I'm like, yeah, again, I'm just not a stranger to that kind of behavior. And I've seen it actually work out with sex <laughs> because yes. that's not you. It won't. Oh, it's not it's super rare that it ever goes anywhere. And it did in this situation. And I had a similar, it's funny. I, well, <laughs> well, never mind. I'll say this after, but my, I had a similar situation where it was, it was like against all odds, this fuck boy, I've talked to you on Snapchat, moved to my city, and now we're in a relationship. But looking back, it's like I couldn't, there was no way for me to know exactly how bad it would have gotten. So I still don't, I don't like, I'm like, yeah, I made all the choices in the moment that I'm, I guess, I probably would have still made if I went back and had the same information. Like, not hindsight information, but if I only had the information up until that point. But now I think I wouldn't repeat it. So... I think there's a feeling of like, you're right. It worked out to an extent. Like, yeah, you had a relationship. There are good, good and bad moments, but there's no, I feel like there's sometimes a uh, urge to like rewrite everything until the end after a relationship. So it's like, Oh, this will go this way and then we'll get here, but then I'll change this. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. maybe there's a way to find the better part. I don't know. It's, it's hard mm-hmm. because I don't even know truly how I did it I really feel like I'm making mistakes like I feel like quarantine is gonna end and I'm gonna just revert back to crying at bars again but for now (laughs) I will see you there (laughs) for now I feel like I don't know something clicked in me but I think part of it is that I really fell down a deep dark hole and then didn't Mm -hmm. get what I needed and then for survival Mm -hmm. I think my body was like well we're gonna learn a new skill Teresa because you need to get this thing and then it right. taught you me. are in the ground. We need to get some new skills <laughs> to get you out of the ground. But the other thing is like, you are also doing this in a pandemic like this. Don't mm-hmm. be so hard on mm-hmm. yourself feeling insecure. Like you sure. Maybe sometimes you've been, if you think you've been like that outside, but like you have to accept all the facts you're in a pandemic. He's in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in a pandemic. The world is on fire. 
it's okay to feel crazy. The world is crazy. Like, I think, yeah, love yourself. And, like, he was such a handsome distraction. Mm-hmm. And then it was taken away. And now I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm back to, like, thinking about uh, Zoom all the time. <laughs> I think that you're um, going to get what you want. But I also think, I don't think he, he's what you want. No. I think you got what you wanted from him. And I think in your mind, you're like, I could probably do this more. But he's probably like, she's probably going to get bored of me and realize who I am. So he was trying to pull the button, pull the, uh, like parachute early. And, no, he, uh, and he will, yeah, it was, it was really good as far as like, it definitely shifted my mindset and, uh, about the breakup in general. Cause like there was a part of it. It's like, I'm never going to like, I don't even know when I'm going to want to have sex again. I don't even know how to have sex with another person. <sighs> and then it happened like very easily. And I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever like, bo- are you like bossy in bed? I mean, or do you like, are you more submissive? Cause I just, for the first time, I'm usually submissive and I got bossy and sometimes I'm like, I didn't think I like it, but if you're one way and you switch, I don't know. Have you ever tried switching well, the role? Well, back to me losing my virginity at top. Yes, I can be bossy. <laughs> <laughs> true, true, true. Um, okay. um, I like, wasn't really this that time. Cause I was just like, um, I don't know. It depends. You might like someone who's like, um, because I feel like these guys who are acting like fuckboys are fake bossy, if that makes sense, or like fake masculine. Like Mm -hmm. they're like putting the peacock traits of like uh, traits that you would be like, oh, I need someone to take control and who knows. But they're actually looking Mm -hmm. for someone to take care of them. So that's their trap Mm -hmm. is like, I'm going to be like tall, handsome, like super strong and make you think I have control but they're doing that because they feel out of control so they're trying to lure you in because they want you to boss them around and i think there's a guy out there who's like all the there's like a fly buzzing around me oh my god there's a guy out there who's like hot strong masculine big like all those physical traits that you like who is also um comfortable with their insecurities and that's actually i think what would be good for you because i feel like that guy will be able to boss you around in a way that you'll like but will let you take control. I Because I kind of, it feels like these guys all sound like they're just having like mommy issues where they're like, I need someone to like take me out of my shell and really ask me what's wrong and like figure me out and I'm having a breakdown. It's about me. And then you take care of them. But they're attracting you because they seem like strong men. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's a trap. But I think there's a guy yeah. who is all the things you like and isn't doing it to trick you into taking care of them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I did read a text. I'm doing all those breakups. <laughs> I have all I have is time. Uh, oh my goodness! So I read a text, and it talks about how like there's in the dating pool in general, there's like always going to be a ton of avoidant people because they just get back in the pool so frequently because <laughs> they're avoided. So like you're just gonna ha- encounter oh, a lot of them. Interesting. Um, a lot more of them percentage wise than secure people, and. That's just what it is. <laughs> um, well, I, I'm th- glad you shared this story. And I always enjoy talking t- about dating with you. I feel like you've been such a help to me. It's like weird that I'm saying like all these things, like I know what's going on. But truly, I mean, not on the pod, but like, you know, Liz and I have had so many conversations where I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. Ah! And then you, you've been like the stable presence. So <laughs> it's nice to have a real reversal here. <laughs> um, well, I want to end with a quick little um, game, I guess. This is what I've just been doing lately as because mm-hmm. of society burning. 
um, instead of like uh, the traditional podcast game, I'm just saying, okay, if you could create a perfect society or like Lizville or whatever, you could start from scratch a town you, and there's three rules that everyone has to follow, but no magic. So this is like more, doesn't have to be like, oh, it has to be capitalist or communist, but just three rules that everyone in Lizville would follow. What would they be? Fascinating. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, it's run by women, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think sensitivity will be universally recognized as a strength. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, that's two. And, um, so like instead of those, um, carnival games where they have, uh, hammers, it's like, yeah. come here and, uh, cry, like how fast can you cry to this baby? <laughs> <laughs> how empathetic are you? <laughs> yeah. It's like separate up and I'll guess your dad says, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> that would be a fun carnival um, game. Like I, I would love to watch men struggle to read a poem and then the the thing goes <laughs> eh, a week and and they're like what no i try oh, that was so strong and you're like i barely saw tears <laughs> um it could be a fun one it could be like what values do you want society to have if it's like uh you know that one probably empathy if it's like a fun one or if it's love or whatever like what would be a, like a fun what would be a fun rule a fun rule or whatever i mean i really miss uh dancing and going out dancing yes. i think i think we'd have like a not like daily but like some sort of mandatory dance break <laughs> i love that that's great um, maybe maybe once a week there's like a we all have to stop yes <laughs> That's great. I feel like like when, now we try to do that with the commercialization of bars and parties. Like it's like there's the ritual, but like it's so broad where it's like it's so big where if you don't go, nobody misses you. But, you know, when mm -hmm. communities are smaller, I feel like it was like there's the social and we go. And if you don't go, people are like, oh, are you OK? Oh, we didn't see you. Let me check in. Right. And now we've lost all the checking in part mm -hmm. and just the dancing part. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I love yeah. that. So you, everyone would take dance breaks um, mm -hmm. and that would be a nice way to just like shake. I feel like also physically it's, there's probably evolutionary benefits to just like shaking it off, you know, like my yeah, dog literally will people... shake every time he sees a big dog. And I'm like, there's gotta be something to this, the way we like just want to move all the mm -hmm. time, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like people are dead. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I would live there. Well, thank you for coming on the show and um, confessing and telling us um, your story. You got it. Where can people yeah. find your comedy, follow you, all that? Uh, I'm at Jokes McGee on all platforms. <laughs> nice. It's uh, Twitter. She's on there, at Jokes McGee. And you can follow this podcast at Tell Me Anything Pod and follow me at Larissa T on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you. Hi. 
Hi, I'm Erin. And I'm Nicole. And we're the hosts of the comedy podcast, Dude, That's Fucked Up. Join us every Wednesday for an irreverent discussion on topics such as light cannibalism, all of the Donner Party, JFK's meth dependency, cryptid fanfic, and even pubes. It's available now on the Hoo Ha Ha Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Go to dtfupodcast.com for more information. You know what's not fucked up? This podcast, you butthole. Eee. This has been a hoo-ha-ha podcast.